You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, Giants fans. You are listening to the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of the SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View. On today's show, we will feature an interview that I did with John Kaminsky, defensive end for the University of Charleston, a player who has been impressing NFL draft scouts throughout the uh, the pre-draft process, a player who could possibly wind up being selected somewhere in the middle rounds of the 2019 draft. Interviewing draft prospects is something we hope to do more of during the build-up to the 2019 excuse me, NFL draft. Hopefully, uh, we'll be able to talk to several more players who could wind up, you know, perhaps being members of your New York Giants uh, later on this spring. Also, you know, would be remiss if we didn't congratulate the New England Patriots on winning Super Bowl 53. Don't know what you guys thought of the game. I'm not going to belabor, you know, whether it was a, a fan, whether it was an, an interesting game, a boring game. You know, whatever it was, you all have your own opinion of a 13 to 3 game. I, you know, I was intrigued because it came, it got down to uh each possession in the second half being increasingly critical. So, you know, just congratulations to the Patriots, six Super Bowls in the Brady, you know, Manning era, an incredible accomplishment no matter what you think of of the Patriots, one that you would consider virtually impossible the way that the NFL is today with free agency with so much movement uh, of uh, you know player movement you know from team to team just incredible what the Patriots have accomplished whether you uh, whether you like them whether you hate them whatever you think of them you have to recognize that what they've done is just an amazing thing something that uh, that we will probably never see again all right, Giants fans, let's uh, let's get to the interview that I did with John Kaminsky. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. 
you can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. So let's so let's talk a little bit. I know you've you've done a few interviews and, and you know I was reading through some of them and and I know you've probably told uh, a lot of the stories about how you, you know, about how you got to Charleston, you know, and, and, you know, and all of that. And we'll get to that a little bit. But I wanted to ask you first, you, you went through the Senior Bowl now. What did you learn? What did you get out of that experience? What did I learn? Um, the biggest thing I learned... Um, Honestly, you know, I had I I built up some confidence in my mind prior to it, but I really uh, I learned mostly that I belong, and I learned what it's going to take to uh, be a, among the top of those, you know, the top hundred players in the country. You know, I, I could I could feel um, where I was at as far as you know um, the best to the worst, you know, good right being in the middle. So. I, I could I could feel where I was at as far as that I was able to gauge that and then also um, now I know exactly what it's going to take um, to become you know the best of that, that top hundred I, I could see the light at the end of the tunnel before I was just you know I was kind of going into it blind you know I know these kids in these in bigger schools are better than you know Division two but I didn't know how much better you know I didn't I knew they're bigger and they're faster but I didn't know exactly how much so basically the experience was um i was able to learn how you know just how steep that competition was so that was like the biggest thing that i got out of it you um, had just to experience being on the field with those guys you had i think three days of of practices plus the game was there a particular practice a particular rep a particular drill you know where where it hit you that you know hey I do belong here you know that that I am one of these top 100 guys. Yeah, uh, so my first play, I, I'd say it was my very first play of practice. Um, my very first play, I got up and you know, here comes big big Kansas State coming at me. You know he's, he's lining up, he's big, he's strong. You know I'm like in my mind I'm like okay here we go. You know the moment of truth. You know. Um, that Risner? Work either way, but but obviously that in your mind, anybody Division Two is going to be like, okay, well here's my chance. Here, here's where I'm going to really find out, you know, where I'm at and if I'm going to be able to hang. So rep one, Kansas State comes up to me and I'm playing a five technique outside shoulder with a tackle, and it's thrown away from me. Um, and I I listened to what my coach said and I got into that tackle as hard as I could and I put him right on his butt. So it was like that first play. I was like, all right, well. You know, I did this in Division Two, and I put this guy on his butt. So, um, you know, here I am. You know, I belong. I'm going to make some plays playing against this good competition. So, it was really just that first play, that first practice. 
And I think that's uh, if I, if I'm not mistaken, that's uh, that's the Risner kid. Yeah, 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 that is him. Yeah, Risner. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if his legs got tangled up, but I'm just, in my mind. I was, you know, that play. All, all I know is that I was running to the ball and he was on his back. So that was that first play was just the confidence builder. Hey, take the credit, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, absolutely. It was a big confidence boost, and it basically fueled me for the rest of the. The rest of the practices, you know, I, I won my first rep, so you know, I, I there's more reps to be won, and it's possible that I can win reps. So it was really just that first play. Yeah, it was Risner. I recognize him. Nice, nice. You, uh, you know, obviously you matched up against a lot of these different, you know, a lot of these different tackles. You know, Risner and a few other guys. Is there there a particular guy, you know, that, that you matched up against? You know, you, you come away from the three or four days, and you said, "Boy, this this guy is really, really good." <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know his name, but I, I think maybe you could know for me. Uh, so they only had a two deep at tackle, and I was playing the left end most of the week. You know, I had some reps, up, you know, on the right side a little bit and a little bit on the inside. But there's this kid. Um, he was from Washington. I, I kid you not, he's probably pushing six seven, definitely six six, and he's about three hundred thirty pounds. He was a Washington kid. Um, but he was just so strong. Just, he was so thick, and he was dense, and he was like, I don't know, he had good speed. Um, he, you know, he could match my quickness. But on the other side, what I wasn't used to is how stinking strong this kid was. Even when I had him off balance, you know, he was able to fight my leverage and, and get his, himself back into a position if I didn't stay aggressive with whatever move I was doing. So, um, yeah, it was... That kid really stood out to me. I mean, Risner obviously he, he was even uh, like t- more technically sound, but that Washington kid was just uh, massive and strong. It was really fun playing against him. I'll have to go back and look up the rosters and, and look up the name because I'm not sure who that is off the off the top of my head. But uh, so I know your your backstory a little bit. You know, coming out of high school and and you know being uh, and ending up at Charleston as a you know as a, a a kid who played, you know, quarterback, you know, and, and all of that and being 215 pounds, you know, and, and landing there and and being told all of a sudden that that you were you're going to play defensive end. You know, just just out of curiosity, what was your first thought when you saw defensive end listed, you know, next to your name? When I when I saw when I saw what next when you saw defense, when you saw that that they were going to ask you to play defensive end. Oh, okay. Oh, at Charleston. Mm-hmm. Um, my first, the first time I saw it was actually, so I went into that camp thinking, okay, well, on the website they had, you know, they did their little their hype thing for all the freshmen coming in, and they had me at quarterback, forward slash receiver, forward slash strong safety, forward slash linebacker. So I had no no guard up for defensive line. I had no thinking about defensive line, you know, I'm kind of preparing myself for each position in my mind, like, okay, I might have to learn this, I might have to learn this, so when I showed up at orientation that first day and DN was next to my name, I I mean, my my head kind of turned around, you know, I, my stomach kind of flipped, I'm like, oh, crap, you know, like, defensive end, dude, I'm, I'm tiny, I'm 215 pounds, how am I getting, you know, this, this, that's so different, I've never played defensive end before, so I, I was just, uh, I was a little... I was a little, like, kind of shocked about it, but I was so open-minded when I got to Charleston because they were they were my first offer, my only offer. My first 
that was really my mindset. Uh, maybe not to that extreme, but I was ready to do whatever it took to be on that team. So um, it wasn't really, it wasn't like, oh man, I, you know, to hell with this kind of thing. I, you know, I was just shocked, mm-hmm. know, but I was, I was all for it. And and from what I, you know, from from what I I read and from what I understand, it took maybe into your second season before you really felt like, you know, I can play this spot. Right, yeah. Because that, that first year, they, they redshirted me, obviously, and, you know, I was on the practice squad or whatever. Um, so it, it took that year to adjust. I got my butt whooped on practice squad for a year. And then, uh, um, yeah, and then I had, a, I had that fall to get better, played against some good tackles that we had, and then uh, that – that spring worked on a lot of technical things, put on a little bit of weight, and then yeah, by that, that next season I was I was playing at a decent level, and then sophomore came around, I was the second second team all conference, and then that spring is really when it turned to another level. I became a first team all conference kid, and uh, you know led the led the conference in TFLs and uh, led the team in tackles. So it 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 just it's just been stepping up every single year. I've just I've gotten nothing but better. I haven't kind of and do you feel like you know you're still you didn't play the position until you got to Charleston you're still sort of growing into it do you still feel like there's there's another level you know as a player that you can reach oh yeah i think i think there's i think there's probably five or six tiers above me where i'm at now you know i i went in there with a blank slate um you know so i have you know, I, I've developed over four years, but what I developed over my four years, you know, maybe a kid developed through through high school. So, um, you know, that maybe they got all that Because what I, the biggest learning I got was from the experience I had. So most of these kids, you know, they go into college playing DN, they play DN in high school, there's all that experience. Then they take their game to another level. Um, I think that I still, I still need that stage, you know, to now I have the experience, now it's time to start. Um, now it's time to start learning, you know, a little bit more technical stuff um, that I can, you know, take it to that next level. And yeah, I think I don't even think it's just one more step. I think there's probably three or four tiers that I have to get to. You, you think some of it at this point, you know, through college at Charleston has been relying on on athleticism, and now you really need to to learn the finer points of it. And yeah, that's yeah. I'm glad you said that because I was kind of. I felt like I was mumbling. That's exactly that's that's exactly how I'm thinking about it. Um, you know, the kids that played the end that played at Alabama played the end. You know, in their high school years, they were just relying on their athleticism. Then they get to that Power Five school. Now they got to learn some technique. And I think I think it's analogous to me being at D two, being like those high school years, and now the pros being you know where okay, now we got to start learning some technique to win in some reps. So yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly that's a good point. So the one thing that's really interesting to me is you've gained over the four years, I think, what, 70 to 75 pounds. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, how do you, how do you, and I, I keep reading about your athleticism and, 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 and all of those things. You know, when you gain that much weight over that period of time, how do you maintain that athletic, that athleticism? Is there... Is there a trick to that with, you know, with carrying, you know, 15 or 20 extra pounds every year? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and if I think of my audience being, you know, kids in high 
that is you. You know, for me, it was working the ladder, doing sprints, changing direction a lot, uh, doing jumps, going and playing basketball a little bit, make sure that, you know, I'm still athletic on a basketball court, uh, you know, box jumps, anything that challenges your athleticism uh, while you're gaining that weight, you shouldn't lose it. And I actually gained, I, in, my, in my eyes, I think I gained athleticism because I worked on those things. So it's not just working on getting bigger and stronger. It's on top of that, you have to couple that with, um, you know, working on your flexibility, you know, challenging yourself on the step ladder, you know, working your box jump, making sure your vertical stays the same, working to get faster. So it, it, it's not just weight gain. You know, the, the, the weight eventually comes, but if you can work on just keeping your athleticism, uh, that, that's basically the biggest trick is, is not to just put on a bunch of weight over summer, don't gain 30 pounds and never get on the field to run or do any kind of cuts or any football-specific drills. That, that was like the biggest thing for me that I, that I kind of realized over my four years. And you're, you're what, about 285 right now? Yes, 285. Is that, about, uh, is, is that about as far as you think you can comfortably go, or you think there's, there's more that you could gain? I imagine that, uh, you know, I, I read, you know, that, that you really like the weight room, you know, and obviously if you're going to put on weight, that's a big part of it. I imagine that, that it also has to do with, with changing your diet some. Can you talk a little bit about, uh, about what you had to do in that area? Big Macs 
So whatever I had to do to put a lot of calories in my system, uh, it kind of forced my body to grow on top of lifting heavy. So, you know, obviously the, the website that I run um, covers the New York Giants, and the Giants play, you know, they, they play kind of a hybrid defense. They play, you know, 4-3. They play their base, they consider 3-4, you know, but they play a lot of 4-3. Um, would you consider yourself, you know, really a 3-4 defensive end, or, or do you think that, have you been asked, you know, to, to do any drills, you know, standing up, you know, playing as, as an edge guy at all? Um, you know, I played in a three three five, which is really kind of like a, uh, you know, it's not used in the NFL. Very few teams use it, you know, Charleston and uh, our big brother W down the road. Um, so I don't really know, you know, I'm still learning the four three, you know, and I'm still learning the three four. So the, as far as a body type goes, you know, I haven't limited myself in my mind to either the three four or the four three. I think that I um, am able to manipulate my body and be coachable enough that I could, you know, make each each defense work for my body, whether it be down on the inside or standing out on the edge. Um, I haven't had any drills that have, uh, you know, pushed me to one or the other. Um, I've kind of heard I've heard talk about me playing in both systems, so um, I'm kind of keeping an open mind with that and. You know, whatever team decides to take me, you know, I'm, you know, I'm willing to manipulate my body, gain weight, lose weight, uh, become more flexible, become faster, whatever I have to do to fit into that system. Nice. And I just wanted to clarify, I think you, you played in the Senior Bowl, and prior to that, was it the, uh, the NFLPA, the Collegiate Bowl that you also participated in? No, I, I actually declined that so that I could take another week to train to get into that single bowl. Okay. And did you you didn't do the shrine game either? No, no. No, okay. I to both, but I had to decline because uh, you know, that was just a good decision in my mind to take a week to train another an additional week to train and become ready for that senior bowl. And you do have a combine invite invite, correct? Yes. Okay. What you know, coming out of the uh, coming out of the senior bowl do you think there's more that you need to prove at the combine? Oh yeah, I absolutely. Um, you know, I, I was kind of limited in my reps at the Senior Bowl. You know, I had I had I have a lot of practice film, and you know, I got maybe 20 reps in the game, but um, I still don't. I, I you know I showed I showed my hustle and you know my coachability and all that, but you know I still my my goal now is to show that I stand out athletically, you know, in the top 10 percent in all these drills. So. You know that's that's the big thing. You know, a Division two guy, you, you kind of, you're going to want to stand out in, in little aspects, you know, here and there, you know, such as the combine. So if I can stand out, you know, in the top ten percent, top five percent of all my drills, run, you know, run a really good forty, good shuttle, you know, jump high, bench a lot, you know, uh, yeah, I definitely think I have something to prove because I need to do something to keep my name at the top of that list, you know, moving forward to increase my draft stock, you know, relative to the other defensive ends. And I know a lot of guys, you know, they have specific places and people that they train with. Where are you, you know, training at this point? I'm in Naples, Florida, and my trainer is Derek Jay. He's worked with uh, several NFL guys that have came and gone. Um, so he's really awesome. We're doing combine-specific stuff right now. Um, and then I'm working specifically with uh, Sutton Smith, who was a defensive end at Northern Illinois. 
he got a late invite to the Senior Bowl, so he came over there with me. And then Michael Walker, who's a receiver, uh, punt return kind of guy. So I got two guys training with me, and then my trainer, Derek, is really awesome. So, uh, And I'm down here in Naples, Florida, so it's, it's beautiful, and it's, it's really easy to stay motivated. Nice. It's a whole lot warmer there than it is than it is up here in uh, in oh, upstate yeah. New York. <laughs> hey, John, I really sorry, do. I, I, pardon me. I said sorry about that. My wife's up in Ohio, so. Oh man. I kind of feel the pain. I, I this is this is a dream come true. I feel like I'm on vacation right now. So. <laughs> yeah, I bet I bet she's not too happy with you at the moment. Oh, hey, John, I appreciate your your, uh, spending some time with me. Good luck to you. If you uh, happen to land with the Giants, uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to talk with you again. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Okay, our thanks to John Kaminsky for spending some time with us. He's a nice kid. Seems like a a young man who's come a long, long way since uh, his high school days. Guy who, uh, who has what seems to be a future in the NFL. We haven't done a, a profile on Kaminsky yet at Big Blue View. Most indications seem to be that he's probably a mid-round pick. I don't know if he's a guy that uh, that the Giants might target or might take if they're in position to uh, to do so, but he's a name to watch as the 2019 NFL draft approaches. Okay, our thanks to uh, to all of you for listening. Please remember to uh, subscribe to Big Blue View Radio on all of your favorite podcast applications. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.